This is At The Table, a play reading series. A quick content warning before we begin. This play contains strong language, hate speech, and homophobia. Also, make sure to tune in to our bonus episode where we chat with the cast of this month's play, Losing My Religion. Enjoy! Scene 10, The Blue Room. Harley works behind the empty bar. Charity, wearing her special jeans, enters, looking a little lost and a little terrified. Can I help you? Um, no, I'm fine. Actually, just looking for... For? Adam. Adam Bellman. He says he comes here a lot. Not usually on Mondays at four in the afternoon. Oh, right. That makes sense. I like your jeans. What? Your jeans? I feel like I had the same pair in the early 2000s. Taking me right back to my Von Dutch hat days. Not our best, right? You can sit and wait for him if you... I don't know, I'm... Relax. Give me company till I get busy. He might show up in a bit. All right. Want something? Like a drink? That's what we serve here. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, sorry. How long have you been sober? All 27 years of my life. You've never had a drink? I'll get you some water to start. You don't have to. I'm not... Thanks. You from around here, Miss... Charity. What? My name's Charity at... Charity Adler. Where'd you say you were coming from? Just 30 minutes out. Topeka. Ah, you go to Washburn? Yeah, law. Why? You look, uh, familiar. Trying to place you. Do you know a Marcy Hammond? She goes there for design. I don't, know. Sorry for being nosy. I pride myself on placing faces. Maybe you've got some relations out here? Big family. Who knows? So, Adam's a friend or... No, not really. I mean, maybe? It's complicated. Charity starts shredding her cocktail napkin. Do you always destroy napkins? Sorry. I'm nervous. I've never actually met Adam in person. You're the anarchist he's trying to date. Anarchist? And it's not a date. Seems like a date. It's not. I don't date. I I don't really know what I'm doing here, actually. But it's exciting. I mean, I'm in Lawrence. By myself. In a bar. <laughs> waiting for a, a guy, like... A date. Sounds exactly like what a date is. It does? Oh my gosh, it does. <laughs> wow. I'm going on a date. <laughs> Uh, I, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be here. I, I need to go. Uh, whoa, whoa, breathe. It's okay. It's okay. Follow my lead. Good. You're good. See, you're okay. Thank. Drink. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you need me to call someone? No. No calls. Got it. Let me guess. Just left a bad ex? I don't have any exes. Okay. We'll get back to that later. But you are running from something. I'm not running. I just needed a break from where I was. Oh my god. It all makes sense now. No dating, the old ass clothes, the never had a drink thing. You're in one of those freaky cults. It's not a cult. 
but it is a religious thing. Yes. It's a cult. So how's Adam figure into this? How'd you meet? Is it a Jewish cult? Do those things exist? No, we've, we've just been talking a lot online and he, he made some very strong arguments against what I believe. And it was kind of getting to be too much at home. So I decided to take him up on his offer to meet here, try out the real world. Like a delayed rumspringer. What? What the Amish kids do. Their folks just kind of let them out for a year or two. They usually have a bunch of sex, try some drugs, see if it's for them. Hmm. Yeah, well, that's definitely not how it works in my family. I assumed. I'm also the victim of a very religious upbringing. It can be tough. Yeah. Charity's still shredding her napkin. So how about that drink? I told you, I don't... Come on. When in Rome. Do as the heathens do? Yikes. You said you were 27, right? Yes. And one drink's definitely not going to kill you. And it'll be on the house. Why are you being so nice to me? There needs to be a reason. Maybe I'm just a nice person. Are you? I'm trying to be. Well, as my buddy Mark used to say, It's not nice to refuse gifts. I have to drive tonight. I'm sorry. Maybe another time? I'll hold you to it. Name's Harley, by the way. Short for Harlot. What? (sighs) Was my nickname for a while back home. Sort of stuck. Your parents call you that? They did. I'm sorry. Charity opens the Twitter app. Hey, Adam. I just wanted you to know. I did it. I made it out. Hope to see you soon. Smiley face. Lights down on the bar. Scene 11. Joyce sits in the home office sewing a large canvas dummy made of muslin. The sight is both domestic and terrifying. Repent your foibles, come make it snappy. You better pray for his mercy. Shout hallelujah, come make it snappy. Be ready for your judgment day. (laughs) If you don't get Charity excited, I don't know what will. Charity enters the house. Hey, hon. How'd the study session go? Oh, hey, fine. The usual. Do you want to sit down and have a little? Joyce gets out their chocolates. I'd love to, but I'm really tired. I think I should just... Oh. Of course you should rest then. New York's right around the corner. Right. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Love you too. Charity enters her bedroom. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Charity! Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't get your message till just now. It's okay. It was probably a mistake anyway. I shouldn't have gone there. No, it wasn't. Honestly, I thought I'd scared you away. I would have been there if I had... Do you... Can I meet you tomorrow? The world is burning. Come make it snappy. The Lord will bury you just as planned. Shout hallelujah. Come make it snappy. You're gonna miss the promised land. Tomorrow sounds great.
Scene 12, the blue room. Charity enters wearing the same jeans. Look who's back from the bunker. And super early, too. Is that a cult thing? No. Just, it's easier to get out of the house before everyone gets home. Gotcha. I'm happy to see you. Was just thinking about you going back to your mothership or whatever. What would happen if you got caught? Wouldn't be good. I assumed. Harley pours Charity a glass of water. So, you don't have to tell me if you can't or don't want to, but... Will you at least give me some of the rules? It's kind of killing me not knowing. What do you mean? Like, what's your cult thing? Are aliens or group marriages involved? No, nothing weird like that. What's the deal, then? We're just... strict. Like, how strict? Like, God's loophole strict, or... What? Like, what base are you allowed to get to before... I've never even held hands with a guy. Oh, you're breaking my heart, princess. You told Adam you were coming back, right? He'll be here at seven. So you're just gonna sit here and stew about it for three hours? I could go somewhere else. I'm not trying to get rid of you. Just feels like you should be distracting yourself with getting all dolled up or something. Is that what you do? It's a fairly universal pre-date ritual. I wouldn't even know where to start with all that. Tons of options. Paint your nails or get them painted. Get a new haircut. There's actually a pretty decent salon on Kentucky Street. I don't cut my hair. Don't as in never? Long hair is a sign of modesty. Cutting it would be a sign of rebellion. First Corinthians chapter 1115. I thought you were religious. I was raised Catholic. We don't really read the Bible. The priests just tell us what to believe. And you listen to those child rapists? Mostly. That's the whole thing for a lot of Catholics. As long as you keep it on the DL, you can curse, touch little boys, murder puppies, whatever you want. But as soon as anyone else finds out, that's when you start being damned. Mainstream Christianity is a joke. Amen to that. If you read the text, you'd know God's always watching, and he's the one that punishes. In my experience, people do most of the punishing. Just thinking about that verse makes me want to take scissors to your hair right now. Haven't you ever wanted a change? To be someone else? That's kind of this what this whole sneaking out thing's about. Uh, then take advantage of it. Go crazy. Get a nice little pixie cut going. I don't or... want to look like a dyke. Of course. Wouldn't want that. Well, it's not that I don't think... I mean, I like your hair. I'm... I'm just resistant to cutting my hair in general. I mean, I still have to go back. We'll see about that when Adam gets here. He might make your choice more difficult. He's a pretty attractive guy. Really? I mean, I... I've only seen a little picture of him on his Twitter profile. And I don't really think about that stuff too much. But you think so? I do. But he's really not my type, so I'm probably not the best person to ask. I don't really get the type thing. Girls always say it in movies, but what does it really mean? Well, for me, it means he doesn't have a vagina. You're, uh... uh... Yep. Oh. You don't seem like a dyke. Just a tip. Us dykes don't like being called dykes by non-dykes. Oh, I didn't... No, no, it's cool. It's how you were raised. To think people like me have a choice? That we choose the devil? More like the devil chose you. I, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm only repeating what the Bible says. No one in the Bible ever said dyke. Well, I guess not, but... Don't rationalize it. I don't like it, but I used to think shit like that before I left home. You left? Came to a point when I just couldn't hide anymore. But why? Why would you want to be with women? <laughs> Same reason you like Adam. It's just how I was made. You're supposed to resist those feelings, though, like God demands. 
So you think since I loved women, I deserve the same punishment as a murderer because that's what God demands? I just know what the Bible says. But do you think it's right? After sitting here, chatting with me, drinking my water, do you think that's what I deserve? No, but it's not about what I think or feel. It's about what God wants. Then why are you here? Because I don't know if I believe that anymore. No hope for you yet. Harley, can I get that drink now? Thought you'd never ask. Harley mixes Charity a cocktail and pushes it towards her. She holds up her own water glass as a toast. To a fresh start? A fresh start. Charity downs her drink a little too fast. The lights shift, signifying a passage of an hour or two. Scene 13. More patrons have populated the bar, but Harley's attention is all on Charity. So, how are you feeling? Besides the existential terror? Pretty great. <laughs> Want another? Should I? It's your room, Springer. Then I'll have another. You know, before all this stuff with Adam started, I've never even had to lie. I mean, I've definitely hidden things, but this? This has all been so blatant. Just two days ago, I was in church singing about knowing God and the truth to the whole congregation, and it was breaking my heart because I knew I was lying. <sighs> I don't know how people live like this, with lies. It's exhausting. I hear that. I prayed every night in junior high for the day I could stop lying about how cute I thought Justin Timberlake was. I just wanted to tell my mom how cute Adam is. I thought you didn't think about stuff like that. If I'm being completely honest, I do a lot of things I'm not really supposed to. Like these jeans. I've been holding onto them since I was 13. <laughs> I knew it. When my body started changing and they started fitting tighter, mom told me I couldn't wear them anymore. Too promiscuous. Seriously? But I couldn't bring myself to throw them away, and now... What? <laughs> it's strange thinking about how bad I felt every time I put these on just to look at myself. I think I was going to hell for sure, just for doing this stupid little thing. Huh. Charity puts her leg up on an empty bar stool, going into a deep ballet stretch. What are you doing? Do you have any real music? You have a problem with my playlist? I'm just wondering. Harley reveals an iPad connected to the speakers. Ooh, can I put a song on? Whoa, I don't want any weird cult music driving away business. Everyone will love it. Come on. Charity grabs Harley's iPad. Harley, more curious than concerned, lets Charity have her way. This is one of my favorites. Judy Garland's I Don't Care begins to play. Charity poses just as Judy did in good old summertime. You're not gonna... I don't care, I don't care what they may think of me. That answers my question. Adam enters. Hearing her sing, he stops just out of her line of sight to watch. I'm happy, go lucky, they say that I'm plucky, contented, and carefree. This might be the greatest night of my life. <laughs> this is the part where she swings around the pillar. Okay. <laughs> Oh. All right. I've seen some shit run in this place, but that, that was probably the craziest. I've always wanted to do that. You've got quite a voice there. Adam. Charity. Hi. Hey. Oh, this is like a really weird Hallmark movie moment. Did you... Adam, did you see all of... Yeah. Don't oh. worry your pretty little head. He's super into it. I... Uh, here. Harley puts a beer on the bar. You gotta catch up to Precious over there. You know my name's Charity, right? I know. 
It's just hilarious that you, of all people, have a stripper name. I don't have a stripper name. Do I? Adam nods awkwardly. But charity's a virtue. I think the strippers are going for irony. Oh. I'm actually going to go do my job now, but just know I've grown fond of this one. So I'll be watching you. No need. Really. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <sighs> Shayna Madel, I can't believe you're really here. Me neither. <laughs> Adam moves to hold Charity's hand. Charity pulls hers away. What's wrong? Nothing. Just, this is the first time I've been alone. Well, not alone, but unsupervised with a, a man. Adam glances at Harley, who's staring. Uh, I think we're pretty supervised. Sorry, I get it. I was just, it's not a problem. I want you to know it's not you. I just need to take this, whatever it is, slow. Slow I can do. <laughs> You're a very surprising person. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, you weren't even talking to me, and now you're here, getting drunk. I'm not drunk. You're totally drunk. Oh, gosh. I am. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. It's really cute. Uh, not in the weird uh, pejorative sense, just sorry. Uh, you know that uh, You know that now I'm hearing myself. I might just be more charming online than I am in real life. I hope that's not... Uh, anyway, but I... No, Adam, you're not. You're... Charity's phone buzzes in her pocket. It couldn't be anyone but Joyce. She ignores it. What? Nothing. You're just shorter than I imagined. <laughs> well, so are you. Such nerds. <laughs> you wanna... No. I'm just still coming to terms with the fact that I'm here. Meeting you. Making friends with the dyke. It's only okay when I say it, remember? Right. I mean, making friends with a... Homosexual. We'll keep working on it. I'm not here. All that? That's serious, sinful business. Do you regret it? Mm -mm. That's the scariest part. <laughs> you wouldn't be alone if you decided to leave. You'd have help, friends. Charity takes Adam's hand. How do you say thank you? Hebrew or Yiddish? Whichever one you like the best. Hebrew. Toda. Toda, Adam. You're welcome, Charity. Scene 14, the Adkins Keller home office. Joyce enters with a bunch of signs that read, God hates Judy Garland. Some feature the face of the deceased actress. Others read, God hates her fag worshippers. Charity, you in here? Joyce looks around the office. Leah? Beth? Levi? Anybody seen your big sister? Joyce drags a very unflattering plush effigy of Judy Garland wrapped in a rainbow flag on stage. She props the dummy up as if she were a guest at the table or desk. Joyce steps back and decides her work isn't done. She grabs a sharpie from the desk and writes whore across Judy's forehead. Satisfied, Joyce goes to replace the marker on the desk. There she finds a note. <sighs> Joyce texts Charity. Just found your note. Come home soon. I've got a big surprise for you. Back to the blue room. Harley, Charity, and Adam are where we left them, except a drink or two more has been consumed. Charity and Adam are laughing about something, then a phone buzzes and keeps buzzing. 
<laughs> oh, it's me. It's me. Ugh. The grandparents are calling. I really should be a good grandson and take this. Of course. Take your time. I'll be back soon. Hopefully. Makure Savta. Adam exits the bar with the phone to his ear. So, you gonna let him take you out to his car and give you a peek at his kosher sausage? What? No! That would be... No. Jesus Christ, I'm kidding. Don't take the Lord's name. Does whatever backwoods cult you come from forbid teasing? No. Well, yes. <laughs> teasing of the sexual kind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was wrong not to card you when you came in. Why do you say that? Well, the way you just whispered, sexual, leads me to believe you're not actually old enough to drink. Charity checks her phone. My mom wanted me to come home an hour ago. What am I going to say when she calls? Yeah, tell her to fuck off. You're living your life. Harley, be serious. I am serious. No more of that mom shit. You're ruining your good buzz. Harley takes out a bottle of pills. Charity notices. What are those? Oh, um, pain meds. Like Tylenol? Yeah. Like Tylenol, but for broken people. Can I have one? My head's all... Uh, one. They're my prescription, so no. And with all you've been drinking, that'd be a bad combo. Harley swallows the pill dry. Right. I've been drinking. I'm drunk. I can't take pills. <laughs> what am I thinking? Harley, what if I'm wrong? What if this is the wrong choice? Would you rather stay conflicted and a virgin for the rest of your life? I can't. I feel so torn up inside. Nothing makes sense. And if I keep doing this and leave the church, I'll lose everything. No home, no job. I'll miss Leah's graduation. I'll miss my mom. Everyone. They'll never talk to me again. It isn't easy. But if I stay, I'll have to keep lying and feeling wrong, and I'll never... I won't get to keep seeing Adam or you. What do I do? Leave. You're smart. You can get a job and a place of your own. I did it and I was 16. 16? My parents kicked me out after they caught me parking with another girl. That's terrible. I'm not telling you my story to make you feel sorry for me, okay? I'm telling you because getting shut out by my family was terrible, but not as terrible as the lie I was living. Have you... have they reached out since... Not for a long time. Mom only started calling after my dad passed about a year back. Left some voicemails about wanting to reconnect. <laughs> Even apologized. You haven't called her? I don't have anything to say to her. But she's your mom. Didn't act like it. Family's the people who love you no matter what. But what about hell? If I do this and I'm wrong, God will come and I'll, I'm going to burn. I'll be right there with you so you won't be lonely. Hell isn't a joke, Harley. If it's real, it's forever. Look. Even if you went home right now, stuck your head back in the sand and made yourself miserable trying to please your family's version of God, if you're doing it just to avoid going to hell, that's not really repenting. It's just another lie. That makes a lot of sense. I said it, didn't I? Charity's phone vibrates from its place on the counter. Joyce's photo ID labeled Mom is projected. Aw, so that's your... Harley? That's... Your mom? You're her... I'm gonna... Charity vomits in a trash can. 
Scene 15, the home office where the Judy effigy still sits. Joyce pokes her head into the office, no sign of Charity yet. She paces before taking out her phone and texting Charity again. I don't want to be that crazy mom calling her adult daughter at school, but if you don't get back to me ASAP, I might have to be. She notices Charity's headphones still plugged into the computer. She pulls the headphones out and Judy Garland's rendition of You Made Me Love You blares from the speakers. She immediately silences it. Charity wouldn't just leave this on. Something's wrong. Joyce rushes into Charity's room. She finds the dresser drawers and clothes all over the floor from the day before. To Joyce, it looks like a crime scene, a kidnapping. She rushes back to the office, phone to her ear. Lights come back up on the bar. Unfucking believable Adam enters. Charity, are you okay? You knew about this. About? About who she really is? Who her mother is? Yes. Harley, please. God, I knew you looked familiar. I can explain. You don't have to. I know everything I need to know from your mom's picture. How could you even let this person come into the bar? After all, she's- She wants to change. Well, she can change all she likes elsewhere. Charity's phone rings again from its place on the bar top. On second thought, Harley answers Charity's phone. Hey, bitch, remember me? Excuse me. Oh, Harley, no. Shut up, you two. I'm the person who you called out a few months ago in Lawrence. I threatened you with my keys. That happens a lot. Of course, right. You hurl hateful shit at strangers all the fucking time. Whoever you are, I want you to put my daughter on the phone. I'm, I'm not, not done, done talking to you yet. Charity tries to speak into the phone, but Mom, Harley my... pushes her back with a palm to Mom, the face. No. I need to know she's safe. What are you- She's fine. Did you take her? What? Come on, Harley, stop. Did you kidnap my charity? Do I sound like a kidnapper, lady? Please. Harley, let it go. I'll give you whatever you want. Joyce fumbles with her keys, opening a locked drawer on the desk full of emergency cash. We've got money. Uh, please, don't, don't hurt her. I don't want your money. And I didn't bring your precious charity here. She just showed up. Where? Where is she? She's at my bar. No. Oh, my God. You're, you're lying. Who are you? The biggest dyke this side of Mississippi. Joyce nearly drops her phone. Harley hands the phone back to Charity. Mom, Mom, it's me. Charity, are you all right? I'm fine, Mom. I'm totally and completely... You sound... Have you been drinking? Drinking? No, I wouldn't... I don't know what's going on, but I want you to come home right now. Mom, listen. Goodbye, Charity. Joyce hangs up. Joyce prays, rocking back and forth, lips moving wordlessly for strength against her tears. The motion becomes more violent. I rejoice in all the Lord brings. I rejoice in all the Lord. Not her. Take another. Not charity, please. Not her. Joyce waits for an answer to her prayer, but the silence is deafening. Joyce looks at the effigy of Judy Garland. She grabs the ruler from the desk and proceeds to beat the Judy Garland effigy with it viciously. Filthy, sinning, enabling, filthy. Joyce breaks the ruler in her hand. Scene 16, lights up on the bar. Mom, mom, why would you do that? Why? Do you know who that woman is to me? To people like me? That was totally uncalled for. You should be on my side, Adam. They hate you too. She's not like the rest of them. You think my mother deserved to be talked to like Are that? Are you kidding me with this? It's not like she hasn't said anything horrible before. And you think that makes this okay? You're seriously painting your mother as the victim here, Charity? Charity. 
Who the fuck else is named Charity? I mean, Jesus Christ. I've read your tweets. Your people, you, your family picketed my friend's funeral. Fuck. Right. Mark. Yeah. Mark. Adam. Our Mark. Mark? This place was his baby. Sold it to me for a song when it got to be too much for him. I'm sorry. No, you're not. That man was a father to me and you. You basically tweeted, thank God cancer kills fags too. The day of his- I, I wouldn't have phrased it like that. That's what you meant. And Adam, you knew. You were there. You gave a speech and you just invited her here? I honestly didn't. I didn't connect the dots. It's comforting to know it's so easy for you to forget. If we shut her out, we're no better than they are. They're fucking terrorists! What? That's a little dramatic, don't you think? Dramatic. Can I say something? Hold on a sec. I can speak for myself! Orlando just happened! I was just trying to help! I don't want you to! And they were out there celebrating! With signs! Singing songs! Or did you forget that? I too? didn't forget! And she wasn't even at that picket. Oh, and that exempts her from- Terrorists try to hurt people. We never did anything like that. So you didn't notice how much people were hurting when you were yelling those obscene things? People hurt us. Right. You see this scar? I got it while I was on a picket with my family. A man chucked a bottle of Coors right in my face. Well, you obviously pissed him off. I was eight. Shit. You never told me that. I really am sorry, Harley, for everything. I'm sorry about your friend. It's not enough. What's she supposed to do then, Harley? Beg? Would you seriously stop thinking with your shiksa-loving dick for two seconds? Shiksa? That's you, honey. What does that mean? Nothing. It means you're a fucking fetish. An exotic detour on his way to a nice Jewish wife. That is not what's going on here. Isn't it, though? You think your father's going to be okay sitting across the table from an anti-Semite every Passover? My father has always been welcoming of guests. Girlfriends aren't guests. You're the one who told me to ask her out. Invite her here. Take a risk. She did? Because I thought you were talking about a nice little anarchist with tattoos and a tongue ring. Not a fucking neo-Nazi. We're not neo-Nazi. Doesn't change the fact that I want her out of my bar. But I take it all back. You can't. That's why there's forgiveness. Friends forgive. Friends? <laughs> you think we're... I'm sorry, but the word sorry doesn't do shit for me. Can't and won't unfuck the fucked up parts of my life, and it never, ever will. You're right. I... Charity looks at Adam before bolting out the door, leaving her stuff behind. Charity! Fuck. You should go too. Well, of course I'm going. Just let me... Adam grabs Charity's abandoned purse and phone with one hand. He tries to give Harley some cash, but she throws it back in his face. I don't want your fucking money, and I don't want to see you ever again. What? You know what hurts the most is that you don't even really know her, and you're still defending her over Mark and me. I'm sorry. Just... Leave. Adam rushes out of the bar. Sorry about that, folks. For those of you still here... Next round's on me. Harley goes back behind the bar and slumps. We move to outside. Charity fumbles in her pockets for her keys as Adam comes out the door. She realizes the keys are in her purse, forcing her to turn back and face Adam. Can you just... Can I have my purse, please? Yeah, here. Charity takes the bag. Wait, 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 where are you going? Home. 
But your mom, she knows... I'll beg her forgiveness. I'll tell her I'm sorry. I'll delete my Twitter. I'll stop listening to Judy Garland. I'll give up singing altogether. I'll... Charity starts hitting herself. Stupid. Stupid. Charity, Charity, don't. Stop. You don't have to pretend that we're still... Pretend? I'm not pretending anything. I don't want you to think I'm mad at you. You should be. I'm mad at you. Join the club. I should have known better. Better than... To invite you here? Mark was a really good guy. And Harley... I should have warned her. Or Either way, I, I shouldn't have let you go in there. This is all my fault. I'm not some damsel in distress. I knew. Okay? That it wasn't good. We weren't doing good. But I was so afraid of hell. Of my mom. I kept doing it. This is on me. You were just... I think you were just trying to help me see that. Maybe, or I was... I, either way, I'm sorry, too. Because of what Harley was saying? Because I'm a shiksa? No, I... I don't know. I don't know what I expected, I just... I really wasn't thinking this far ahead. Which is weird. I'm usually always thinking ahead. That's what I do. But with you, I, I... Your parents. What would they think of me? Really? As a person, they'd welcome you with open... Adam. You wouldn't be their first choice. Would they tell you to leave? To never come back? Not never, no. But they'd be angry, right? Disappointed, sad. Yes. And you'd risk that? Maybe. I'm not... Like I said, I didn't think this all the way through. Yeah. Me neither. Look, I still don't think us meeting was the wrong thing. How can you know, though? How can anyone know anything? You could ask God. He got you this far. That's not... I... I've never actually heard God before. Well, just because you don't hear him doesn't mean... Charity kisses Adam on the lips. Was that... right? Uh... <laughs> then why aren't you... Adam stops her mouth with his. It's a great kiss. Why are you laughing? Because I feel so awful for feeling... Happy? Yes. I should feel bad. Terrified even. Uh, I know, me too. And I, I am, but I'm also... Oh. I don't know. Me neither. Scene 17. Lights fade up on the Adkins Keller home office. Joyce is waiting for Charity, across the table from the Judy effigy. Charity enters, suitcases in tow. You come into this house, smelling like booze and sin. Not the least bit repentant, just grabbing your things like you're going to leave? Do I have a choice? You always have a choice. No one's making you go. I'm leaving the church, Mom. And I know that means I can't stay. You are not leaving. You're staying right here. We're going to New York. You're going to perform at Pride. You're going to sing and carry Judy. And we're going No. I won't. I'm not going to be part of that. Any of this. Anymore. All of this. 
is for you, to encourage you, restore your faith. Well, I don't want it. Where do you think you're going to go, then? To that dyke on the phone? No! She doesn't even want to... She's not my friend anymore. She was never your friend. You're right. And it's got a lot to do with this place and its opinions. Opinions? Everything we believe is the truth. God's truth. Your truth. I raised you better than this. Stronger. This is taking all the strength I've got, Mom. Strength is sticking by the word of the Lord. You're running away. Abandoning God. I'm not abandoning Abandoning God. your family. I don't want it to be that way. It doesn't have to. Who are you staying with? The Jew from Twitter. I actually think you'd like him if you'd only... Absolutely not. It's only for a night or two until... Joyce opens the locked desk drawer and pulls out a wad of emergency cash. Here. For a hotel. So you don't have to start your new life as a whore to a Christ killer. I'm not taking your money. Have you even thought this through? You're leaving for some man? I'm leaving for me. You won't have a job anymore. Tuition money? That's over too. I'll find another job. Take out loans like everyone else. I won't let your sisters or brother call. Your father or grandfather will never... Will you, though? You, you know the rules, Charity. This is stupid. Why can't we have different opinions? Why can't you love me like I love you? How could you love me? You were my favorite child, and now you're... You're trying to tempt me. Damn me. Damn us all. You love nothing but the desires of your sinful heart. That isn't true. I love you. No. This isn't you. This isn't how you really feel. Joyce slaps Charity hard across the face and then grabs her by the shoulders. Have I taught you nothing? It doesn't matter how I feel. God hates my feelings, Charity. God doesn't have time for my small, stupid, selfish feelings. And he certainly doesn't care about yours. Remember when you asked me what you'd do without me? And I said you'd thrive? You were right about that. I rejoice in all the Lord brings. I also said you'd sleep less. And I wonder if I'll be right about that, too. Charity turns to leave. I'll keep praying that you'll come back to your senses. And I'll do the same for you. Goodbye, Mom. Goodbye. Charity closes the door. Joyce collapses under the weight of her loss, wrapping herself around the discarded Judy Garland effigy on the floor. She strokes Judy's hair like she used to stroke her daughter's. Lights back up on Harley at the bar, closing up. God damn it! Psycho bitch! Harley takes out her bottle of pills and swallows one. It looks like she might pour the whole bottle down her throat, but at the last second she stops, trading the pills for her phone and dials. Hey, Mom. It's me. It's her. It's Charlotte. Lights drop on the bar. Charity shakes her head, tapping her foot on the gravel driveway. Forget your troubles. Come on. Get happy, you better. Get happy. Get happy. Charity's mouth moves in silent prayer. She waits for a response, then... She pats her pocket where her phone is, looking up at the sky. You better chase all your cares away. <laughs>
Shout hallelujah. Come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. At the Table is produced by Charging Moose Media. This episode was directed by Rachel Flynn, edited by Ned Donovan, mixed by Marcus Thorne-Vagala, original music by Marcus as well. As always, our hosts are Rachel Flynn and Ned Donovan. We'd like to thank Hannah Langley for her play, as well as our fantastic cast. If you'd like to learn more about Losing My Religion, Hannah Langley, and hear Rachel and Ned gush about Marvel's Black Panther, no spoilers though, make sure to tune into our interview with Hannah later this month. Per the huge, please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Every little bit helps us continue to bring you brand new plays by emerging playwrights to listen to. We'll catch you next time.